Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Daniel Rhoda, and with me I have Father Eli Gieske. How are you doing today, Father? Good. Good to be with you. Yeah, yeah. thank you for uh, for joining. I uh, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was delightful. I went home, saw my parents, and my youngest brother and his fiance. It was nice. Okay, great. Great, yeah. Um, my Thanksgiving was, I mean, probably most thing, people's Thanksgiving was different, different than yeah. normal to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Um, my Thanksgiving was a little extra different because my parents are building a house. Uh-huh. So we, um, me and my dad put in the flooring in the basement. Nice. All day. Sounds like a great Thanksgiving. So. No yeah. turkey? All, uh, some, actually some, some family friends came and brought over wow. like the entire Thanksgiving dinner. So that was pretty awesome. Great. Um, that was very, very kind of them so and it was very well um received at the end of the work day (laughs) so uh so yeah so that was really good but definitely you know different um i haven't had a thanksgiving like that so sure um but it was good to good to have uh, a little bit of enjoyment uh and just you know spending time with uh with family sure so no it's always good um well, uh, I guess before we get too deep into anything, do you want to open us with a quick prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, as we begin this season of Advent, we ask your blessing as we open our hearts to you, try to prepare our hearts for the incarnation that we commemorate every Christmas. We pray that uh, you would be with us during these days of waiting and expectation and allow our hearts to be open to you, the gifts that you want to share with us during these days. We ask our mother to intercede for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Um, so to start off, uh, any any uh, updates, Any anything going on this week that... Uh, that, that you can think of. Yeah, so faith formation is distant this week, but next week we'll be back on track. We'll uh, have a couple weeks before Christmas, so we're doing uh, in-person next week, and I think the following week there's Exult, which is an event at the cathedral with confessions and adoration and so forth. So um, we also have a few funerals this next couple weeks, um, one on Thursday at St. Joe's, one on Saturday here at St. Lawrence, one at... Holy Family next Thursday. So far, that's what we got. Um, and we have no RCIA this coming Tuesday because on Tuesday we have celebrate the Immaculate Conception. So we have Masses for the Holy Day at noon at Holy Family and at 7 p.m. at St. Lawrence. So that's next Tuesday. So, yeah, I guess those are the current events. Yeah, just kind of a... Uh, I don't kind of a slow time right now. Oh, yeah, a little less busy... Uh, in the church right now, uh, although there is uh, the floors are being waxed, waxed at St. Lawrence, at St. Lawrence, um, which is where we're currently recording this, and uh, it I would say it's a little bit a, l- a little noticeable. Noticeable. The smell is noticeable. The smell is, a, is noticeable. We're feeling good. No, <laughs> no, we're not feeling good because of that. But it, it, the smell is noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so the, 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 the there might be I guess I don't know how how long the the smell stays for but 
um, it should it should be good by this weekend. So I, I think so. Yeah. If you come in, there shouldn't be uh, there shouldn't be that much noticeable of a smell and smell, and hopefully uh, the floors will be noticeably better though. Yes, so right. that's good. Yeah. Um. Well, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we are uh, we're talking about Advent. So uh-huh. uh, Adventus. Adventus. Is that the uh, Latin? I, I think so. I, <laughs> I might have made that up. But <laughs> <laughs> the, this last weekend was the first weekend of Advent. Mm-hmm. We're coming into the second weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of the, the, I guess, maybe not rare times, but we actually have like a full season of Advent a little bit. Yeah. You know, because it wasn't Christ- like... Christmas falls on Friday this year, I think, right? Yeah, it's Thursday. Fr- yeah, I think it's Friday. I guess I think Thursday is Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we actually get like a full fourth week of Advent. Yeah, which would be kind of instead of kind of like, nice. Was it a couple of years ago when it fell on like a Monday? So you had like fourth Sunday of Advent, and then it was actually also the Christmas Eve Mass that evening. And yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if that. Yeah, I don't know if that was last year or two years ago. But yeah, that was that was an interesting. I mean, when it butts up right against a weekend and for a priest, it's always interesting because then you kind of have like two weekends in a row. So it's yeah. kind of like, well, this is different. So, but yeah, uh, but it's you know it's Advent and yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's come fast this year. I guess the whole the yeah. whole year has been weird, but uh, see, yeah, it seems like it's come come really fast uh, now. And you know we're in the I guess still in in the first week, but uh, I think there's there's something to Advent which just uh, which it's just uh, a really good time of the year. It's not. Uh, you know, it's 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 kind of semi penitential, like a yeah, little bit, yeah. but not but not as like it's like a mini uh, lens. Yeah, it's not, not like not quite as intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's a, a little bit more enjoyable, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, still in the 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 mm-hmm. like a little bit more merry. Yes, we yeah. sing carols and do nice things, eat cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very uh, very 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 enjoyable. Yes, yeah. You know, not. Nice and jolly, jolly and cozy, and all these things together. Yeah, and it's 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 not like the dog days of winter yet. So, right. uh, there, 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 there's all that. But speaking of, you know, Advent, it's a season of waiting, anticipating, mm-hmm. uh, anticipating Christmas, which is coming. Uh, you know, Jesus' birth. Um, I want to talk about how do we how do we go like really have a, a fruitful Advent? Maybe even especially during these kind of COVID times where it's different. It's a little weird, mm-hmm. but how do we uh, how do we have a good Advent in, and especially how do we anticipate things well? Because I think I think we've talked a little bit about like how we wait well. I think last year on the Advent episode we talked about how do we wait well, but how do we like anticipate well? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it is a. To anticipate well, you have to know what you're anticipating, right? You have to know what what it is we're celebrating. And I think perhaps that's one thing that we often lose in the Christmas season with everything happening. It's easy to get so focused on, you know, parties and planning events and planning family functions and getting the right gifts and all these things that we sort of, by the time we get to Christmas, we're kind of like, oh my gosh, like, how did we get here? I'm not ready, or I haven't had a time to be in Advent yet to anticipate anything. So, uh, I think um, to anticipate anything well, you have to know exactly what it is that you're waiting for. And so, I think to meditate on the, the incarnation. What is what does it mean that God becomes one of us? It's a mystery of our faith. It's a mystery of of uh, something 
that I think is hard for us to understand fully. And so oftentimes we get through the whole Christmas season without ever really perhaps delving into the depths of this whole mystery of God becoming one of us, God coming amongst us, that God chose us and, and chooses us. And so I think sort of reveling in that reality of the, that God is seeking us out, that he comes into our lives to save us from our sin. He's, um, you know, the whole Old Testament is anticipating the Messiah, right? So the salvation that is foretold, even in Genesis, um, you know, that we are waiting and expecting the Savior. Now, the, the way that God comes to us is different, perhaps, than than the people at the time were expecting or hoping for, but nonetheless, God did come and has come. And so that, if we can get into that meditation on, on this whole reality of God coming to us and he comes to me, like, how do I prepare for that? What What do I do? So when I'm preparing my home for guests or making gifts or preparing gifts or whatever, in a sense, are we doing this for Christ or is it kind of like a sideshow apart from Christ? So I think inviting Christ into your into your preparations, into your life, and kind of having that mindfulness of this is about welcoming Christ into the world, not just about having good times and having vacation and having um, my favorite meal or whatever. Like it's there's something more deeper. And I think if we can get into that, it can help us keep the focus on in the right place and really anticipate well, perhaps. I guess that's a thought. So, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think that that makes sense, and I think we're kind of conditioned to not anticipate well. Yeah, I think like you're right. We're in uh, just this world that we really, our culture that we really, you know, we like things now, mm-hmm. and we don't like waiting. Yeah. Uh, we're used to things now. I mean, just think, I was thinking about this th- the other day because my, my parents, they don't, uh, or even growing up, we never, we kind of lived out, out in the boonies. So we never had, we didn't have internet until I was basically in high school. <laughs> and then we had like slow dial up internet. Sure. And now uh, on Friday, they're going to get high speed internet for oh, like, for, like wow. the, the first time in their lives. <laughs> Basically, other than, I mean, they're used to like their phones and they've kind of been leaving off that. But I was just thinking like, I'm so used to like just over the last I don't know, 10 years, you know, technology has gone so, so fast and so much better that just so used to clicking like uh, something on a website and it going right, right away. Yeah. And, and I was just thinking about like, man, when I was, you know, in high school, I had to wait like three minutes for a web page to load and <laughs> and just how like just little things like that now if something takes like an extra five seconds i get annoyed <laughs> yeah yeah no it's true we are sort of i think taught and conditioned by by the use of technology to expect things and it, i think it definitely plays into our whole lives it plays into our spiritualities plays into our the way we interact with each other even so there is something to slowing down to being uh, more, uh, perhaps, you know, intentional in the way we use our time. You know, like you say, w- when you're surfing the web or whatever, you can just basically, if you have high-speed internet, you kind of click away and you're not too worried about, like, how long it takes to open this page or look at that picture or, 
or watch this video or listen to this whatever so if 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 you like you said if it took like a minute or even just 10 seconds for and you knew like every click was going to be 10 seconds you might be a little less like you might just be a little bit more focused on like what am i i'm getting in and i'm getting out and i'm not going to spend wasteful time clicking this and that and the other thing so it is interesting how our habits and our technology has perhaps molded even to some degree our the way we approach the lord which is kind of a funny thing to think about but so yeah how do we how do we weigh that or measure that and and deal with that that's i think definitely something to ponder how do we step back a little bit from just the instantaneous gratification that we always seek so yeah and i think uh there's something too because right now it's kind of like i mean for the greater world like right now is christmas Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh it's december there's snow outside uh you go to target and you hear christmas christmas carols or so or holiday carols yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and so it's right now like it is christmas but for us christians it's not christmas yet and you know there's there's probably a healthy balance in there somewhere um you know i i definitely know some some friends who they won't like they put their christmas tree up on christmas eve and um which i guess there's nothing against that but um but they're just they're very much of like we listen to like advent songs during advent and christmas song and then you know we have have to celebrate christmas for that time and like I, i I, I do like the idea of that. Yeah, and I, I think too. there's some really good traditions there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that doesn't mean that we can't, you know. Anticipate. And, and like anticipate. <laughs> and, and, you know, like there can still be, kind of like we were talking about last, like last week with some traditions of like going to get a Christmas tree and putting that up together and having, mm-hmm. you know, having that be part of your preparation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it can be, during Advent, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I think that was that's just something that's very kind of very striking. If you look into the world and be like, it's it's Christmas, and then December twenty sixth hits, and then Christmas is over. Christmas is over, <laughs> and it's like, no, it's just starting, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we talked about that at RCA last night because we were talking about the seasons of the of the year, the liturgical seasons, and yeah, that that idea that sometimes the liturgical calendar and the secular calendar sort of clash. And this is one time when they're sort of aligned in the sense that they're both trying to move towards something, but they're also clashing because of the way they approach it. Like like you said, this is Christmas already for, for society, but for for us in the church, we are anticipating Christmas. We're trying to get ready for Christmas and prepare our hearts. And so there's there's a process we go through. And uh, I think I used the example. It'd be like eating your turkey the day before Thanksgiving, just to get ready. Or like you don't do that because you want those first few bites of turkey on Thanksgiving Day are are special because you've been waiting, you've been preparing, and it's that much better because you're expecting to have it right now rather than oh I had turkey last week. I'm not, I'm not really hungry for turkey. Like what? Why, yeah. why would you? Do that? I mean, if you said that to whoever made their the meal for you, that would be a kind of an insult. Like, oh, I had turkey last week. I don't really want any. Like, really? So, yeah. I think we can do that with Christmas to some degree where it's like, oh, yeah, we had Christmas last week or we've been doing Christmas for a month. Like, we don't need to do Christmas at, on the 25th. Like, eh. 
And mm-hmm. we have the octave of Christmas. We have eight days of Christmas where we're supposed to celebrate. And so if we get to the 25th and we're done with Christmas, it's sort of like, oh, yeah, Lord, we, we already did this. We don't need to celebrate with you. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so it's it sends the wrong message uh, when we are more focused on our own sort of schedule and things that we want versus like being open to celebrating with the Lord and in his timing. So I think that's the beauty of following the liturgical calendar and year and so forth. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's not to say it's like, oh, you can't go to, you know, Christmas parties or, yeah, right, I mean, I don't right. know how many Christmas parties are going to be this, this year, sure, but, sure. um, but, but je- that to be just, you know, we should really try to make Christmas, um, and have those, though that octave of mm-hmm. Christmas special to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is different, you know, c- kind of, kind of like Easter, like h- how, you know, we have a, just a really great, um, like the church gives us Holy Week and have like, where it's very, uh, like everything has a, like an important mm-hmm. meaning, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not exactly like that for Christmas kind of, uh, but, but that doesn't mean that we can't still like have our own things or make, make something like that. Sure. Right? Sure. And develop traditions that where, where we, uh, enter into the liturgical year. Like I remember growing up and I don't know, I, so I don't do this anymore cause it's just me at the, at the rectory, but we used to have an advent calendar, which was like a big deal when you were a kid. Oh, it was yep. like, oh, yeah, now we're going to pin up the, the little whatever symbol and this and that and read the little scripture passage with it. and Or you'd little open the little window on the little cardboard thing, whatever. Yep. And there's a little piece of chocolate. Yeah, something like that. So I remember as a kid that was super like anticipatory. Like that was like, oh, there's only a few ornaments left. We're getting close. you know. So for me as a child that was... Um, definitely a sign of like getting ready and I don't do that now but having those little traditions I think are helpful because it it does kind of enrich the experience of getting ready and preparing so yeah yeah and I've I've even heard and I guess we've we did this growing up to a certain extent like putting up the nativity and then kind of over time adding adding more Mm -hmm. more more to it and it kind of yeah has that same kind of helps us like see that we're, we're progressing along yeah. this kind of uh, journey of waiting and and, and, and anticipating. And, right. and I think, yeah, there's just uh, like good things you can do with that. You know, if you're just um, like, yeah, we're gonna, going to decorate kind of over time or just kind of can continue to add more, mm-hmm. um, kind of, yeah, helps us anticipate in that way. So I think that those are really good ways that can kind of to almost to a certain certain extent like kind of blend the liturgical calendar with the secular calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think so. Yeah, no, there's 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 definitely in each culture too has its own different traditions, like um, you know Saint Nicholas and different things that kind of go with the season of Christmas, Christmas markets and in Germany and uh, I don't know they they have weird things in Italy. I don't. Yeah, so they, every culture has its own little thing, and I don't. I'm trying to think of like what our American things would be, um, that kind of stand out. Like, and maybe you have to talk to a foreigner to, to understand what ours would be. But um, definitely, uh, because we're such a mishmash of different cultures, I think sometimes we kind of get lost in it all. Like, which ones are we going to use? You know, and uh, 
but having traditions, I think, is a good thing. The Advent wreath is always a tradition we had in, in my house growing up. I think probably my parents thought it was hard to focus on what does the Advent wreath actually mean because we were so focused on who gets to light it, who gets to blow it out, and yeah. <laughs> don't touch the wax, and don't blow it during the dinner table. Like when we're, we're sitting there, like blowing at the candle the whole meal, and so yeah. all these things, I'm sure they're kind of like, ah, uh, like... Why, the, do we, why do we do this? It's the thought that counts, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it helps anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think finding ways to um, develop home traditions is is a is a rich thing to do in the season, and there's a lot of things that you can bring in. So, yeah, and I think one of the the last kind of thoughts that I have is. Uh, that kind of goes with anticipating is usually we have expectations of, you know, if we're, if we're waiting for something, if we're excited, especially if we're excited for something, Mm -hmm. we can build up expectations, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes it doesn't live up to those expectations and we can be let down. Um, And I guess I would probably say if we're like, if we do, that and we are let down it's like it kind of ma- makes me like whenever that happens to me just for you know whatever it is i kind of think like oh why was i so excited for this in the first place like was i excited because it was you know, just a good thing or was i excited excited that i was gonna like, kind of get something out of it and i didn't get that or Same. i was excited to have this experience and i didn't or uh yeah so I've, i think over the years i've become a little bit more like just um just kind of keep like checking my expectations a little bit. Sure, sure. When it comes to, I wonder to if that's that. a that's a sort of a natural human experience that you sort of uh, as you as you age, you become less uh, enamored with expectations or what could be because you've done this enough times. You're kind of like, well, it never turns out the way I want it. <laughs> yeah. You know, sort of jaded. And I think there's something to not protecting, but um, holding on to the the hope of not just the expectations, but that, that there's going to be something good here. And I think that's there's something about celebrating Christmas, even with the little kids, that it kind of brings something special into the season. Whether it's the gifts or just the whole experience of whatever it is, going here in Duluth, you can go to Bentleyville or the Star of the North Parade or whatever. Thing, these things where you sort of get a sense of like, okay, there's there's something special here and, and this child is entering into it. And if we can kind of keep that reference point of wonder, I guess, and, and um, joy and the simple things, um, I think that can help us enter into the, the season. So, but yeah, we have, how do you, how do you keep your expectations in an appropriate place and, and for, for appropriate things, you yeah. know? Well, and that uh, actually reminds me of yesterday at our staff meeting, uh, Deacon John brought up this uh, excerpt from the mm. Advent Magnificat booklet that we've had at our parishes. And he it said something of like during this Advent season, a lot like allow yourself to be like, or allow yourself to like be surprised by God or mm. like a, let God surprise you. Yeah, And I think that might have something to do with it too, where, I know like when we have, or when, when I have expectations, that's like the one thing that I kind of like hold on to. I kind of like white knuckle it. And then, sure. <laughs> and then I think 
that sometimes when I'm let down, but if I'm like, hey, I'm excited for whatever it's going to be. And right. we're kind of more, um, more just kind of uh, like, lo- I kind of like let go mm-hmm. and just like allow whatever is like God wants to give me a little bit, uh, then I enjoy it more. Sure. A lot of space so, for grace. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good good idea, I think. And I think it is a struggle uh, to sometimes just let things develop organically or, or in, in a way that we don't try to create our Christmas or create our experience, but to kind of receive it in a sense. Um, um, yeah, sometimes it's hard to know how much to just... You know, when you're making plans and you're inviting people over, you're you're making meals or whatever. I mean, it's a lot of work to do these things, and so there can be this uh, that natural like I want it to be a certain way or I want it to go a certain way. And um, so, yeah, I think it, it's a both end probably. Yeah, and this this year might be. I mean, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be different, and mm-hmm. so uh, that might actually have like the opposite effect where people are like, oh, well, this year's going to be not, it's just not going to be fun. It's not, it's, it's not going to be Christmas this year. Right, so, right. um, which, so, so yeah, maybe there needs to have like that, like I'm um, almost opposite yeah. thought where it's, where it's like, Hey, I'm going to, like, I know this year's going to be different. And I mean, depending, I mean, I think all people's families are probably in different spots, mm-hmm, you know? And mm-hmm. so if there's somewhere you're not really going to be doing anything, yeah, then that's it, like, it might, be kind of extra extra difficult and so it's like you know how how can i really just allow like allow god to to be there for this christmas right right. how can i enter into the the fact of the incarnation in a way that i still celebrate it even though i'm not doing all the things i normally would do i mean that's that's kind of a hard thing to to do but maybe it's a helpful thing to do because hmm, i think i mentioned this in a bulletin column but have you ever read uh, the Grinch stole Christmas. I've seen I've seen the movie a couple times. Okay, so the whole point of the thing at the end of it is he's stolen everything. He's stolen all the trappings and everything. There's nothing left for the Who's to celebrate, and yet they still do. They still get up in the morning and it's Christmas, and they still sing their Who song. I don't. I mean, Doctor Seuss is. I don't know if he's Christian or not, but. Um, um, but it's there's something to that. Like in the midst of everything that's going on in this world, we might be kind of feeling like I don't know, I don't want to celebrate, or I can't celebrate, or I'm not allowed to celebrate. We might be feeling all kinds of things. But the fact is, Christ still comes. He still has come into our lives, and so we should still find a way to enter into that joy, whatever that looks like for us, um, even if it's very different than what we normally do. So, striving for that, asking the Lord to guide us into it, perhaps is a good prayer for us. Lord, help me to celebrate Christmas this year, even in the midst of everything. So, Yeah, that's that's great. Who knew, who knew Dr. Seuss was so insightful? Insightful, very insightful man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One fish, blue fish, red fish, blue fish. Oh, I screwed it up. Uh, One fish, two fish, blue fish, red fish, red fish, blue fish. I think that's how it goes, man. Whatever. I don't know. I I, I wasn't really a, a Dr. Seuss you, kid. You didn't get that one. You missed out. No. Nope. No. Nope. Well, Cat in the Hat. Uh, that, that movie one. freaked me out. That's yeah. all I remember. The, it was the, the live action one. The, the the live action one. I never saw it. It was. I mean, I was I was fairly young when it came out, but so. I'm. It probably shouldn't have scared me as much as it did. But yeah. it freaked I, me out. I heard that from other people actually. So, yeah. We're not recommending 
<laughs> Dr. Seuss <laughs> movies. I liked the uh, Grinch. <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I, I I do like that movie. Sure, sure. I'm not I'm not, I'm not a here here here's a maybe a random random question. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie, or or something that you'll watch to kind of help you help you to like get into the Christmas That's mood, cool. or are are you kind of or or maybe even like like a Christmas song? Yeah. Uh, not really. When I was younger, we would always wait for like the Charlie Brown Christmas to sh- play. Like that. This is back oh. in the day when you had to like wait for it to show on TV. Yeah. And then also Scrooge. What was Scrooge's? What was that one? Oh, Christmas Carol. Yes. Yeah. The, yep. the uh, Ducktales version or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, those were always anticipated and watched. But uh, and I guess we would watch sometimes uh, the reindeer one, Rudolph. Rudolph or, the red nosed yeah, reindeer. The, yeah. the claymation one. Yeah. Yep. So very scary though when the bom- abominable snowman would come on the scene. So, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I, I was I was enjoyed enjoyed those and the the the, the Christmas specials and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That was that was so, was fun. So. so probably those I would uh, those come to mind. I I don't have any thing that I particularly watch these days to get me in the mood yeah Yeah. all right well a little insight into (laughs) father eli's christmas uh, the the oddness of father eli (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah you know i think that's something that a lot of people have right now is kind of like oh well we can't do this we can't do that but i guess we can we can we can listen to this song we we can can watch this video yeah that's probably true and i think there's there's a lot of good like there's there's some uh Christmas music that's not necessarily like uh, specifically Christmas, but uh, I know that the, like there's some and there's some even just more. I mean, I guess they're more of hymns, mm-hmm. like kind of um, church like hymns that mm-hmm. are a- Advent songs. And mm-hmm. I found found some some good kind of variations of that. So I've been li- listening to, to listening to those a little bit. Sure. Um, and yeah, I think I think it's you know kind of what we've been saying. There's some there's something to find, you know, finding something to help us get into the, 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 the Advent mood. Sure. The spirit so, of Advent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So great. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you, Father Eli, once again yeah, for, for joining. And uh, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you have a, a good first week of Advent and we will catch you again next week.